The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Your host is Rochelle McLaughlin. It's time to experience radical well-being. Learn to nourish your heart, body, and mind. Manifest your power in the present. And learn to live your life's infinite potential. Now, here's your host, Rochelle McLaughlin. Not many people will choose to become parents of an autistic child, yet it is happening to more and more of us in our modern world. There is an unmistakable epidemic of autism going on across the globe. If this can possibly be of any comfort for a parent, then I would say that you are certainly not alone. Autism used to be a rare disorder so that the majority of doctors never saw it in their practice, and most people had never heard of it. About 20 years ago in Western countries, the incidence of autism used to be on average one in child in 10,000. Now, according to recent government studies, one in 45 children are diagnosed with autism. Treating autism is not an easy task. It takes years of continuous effort on and commitment. But being a parent of a recovered child myself, I can tell you that this is one of the most rewarding experiences on earth. Information on nutrition is not included in the curriculum of Western medical schools, and consequently, doctors have very little idea about about the value of nutrition in the treatment of disease, yet appropriate nutrition is a cornerstone of any successful treatment for any chronic disease. Fifteen years ago, we did not know half of what we know today. Parents of newly diagnosed children now have no time to despair. There is just too much learning to do, and I think that this is very positive. The learning roller coaster your child will take you through will change your life forever. Who knows? It may open new horizons and opportunities for you, as it has done for so many people. This is an excerpt from my guest, Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride's revolutionary book called The Gut and Psychology Syndrome, Natural Treatment for Autism, Dyslexia, Depression, dyspraxia, ADD, ADHD, and schizophrenia. Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride graduated with honors as a medical doctor in 1984 from Bashkir Medical University in Russia. In the following years, she gained a postgraduate degree in neurology. After practicing for five years as a neurologist and three years as a neurosurgeon, she started a family and moved to the UK. It was during this time that Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride developed her theories on the relationship between neurological disorders and nutrition and completed a second postgraduate degree in human nutrition at Sheffield University, UK. Dr. Campbell McBride returned to practice in 2000 and runs the Cambridge Nutrition Clinic. She has specialized in using nutritional approach as a treatment and has become recognized as one of the world's leading experts in treating children and adults with learning disabilities and other mental disorders, as well as children and adults with digestive and immune disorders. 
Dr. Natasha published the Gut and Psychology Syndrome, or GAPS, book in 2004, where she explores the connection between the patient's physical state and brain function. The book gives full details of the GAPS nutritional protocol, highly successful treatment in uh, treating patients with learning disabilities and other mental problems. A second edition was published in 2010, and the book has been translated into 12 languages. In her clinic, Dr. Nick Dr. Campbell McBride works with many patients with heart disease, high blood pressure, arrhythmia, stroke, and other complications of atherosclerosis. She has become acutely aware of the existing confusion about nutrition and these conditions, which spurred an intensive study into this subject. The research, the result of this study in is her book, Put Your Heart in Your Mouth. What really is heart disease and what can we do to prevent and even reverse it? The book was published in 2007 in December and has a second edition published in March of 2016. Dr. Campbell McBride is a keynote speaker at many professional conferences and seminars worldwide. She is also a member of the Society of Authors, the British Society for Environmental Medicine, and a board member of the Weston A. Price Foundation. She is a regular contributor to health and a health editor to a number of journals, magazines, newsletters, and radio programs around the world. Welcome, Dr. Natasha. Thank you. Hello. Dr. Natasha, it is such an honor to have you on Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio today. Your legacy has been absolutely instrumental in my own healing journey as well as that of my family and the individuals that I have had the opportunity to work with. And I'm thrilled to have this platform to share your work with my listeners and the world in this way. Can you share a bit about how the GAPS came about in your life and work and what is the GAPS exactly? GAP stands for Gut and Psychology Syndrome and Gut and Physiology Syndrome. Thankfully, both uh, abbreviate to the same GAPs in the English language. The first book I've written already, and it's the Gut and Psychology Syndrome. The second book I'm still working on. The concept of GAPs is based on a discovery that Hippocrates made all those thousands of years ago when he made the statement that all disease begins in the gut. And indeed, the more we study with our modern scientific tools, the more we realize just how correct he was. Indeed, every disease begins in the gut. I came across autism with my own child uh, when he was diagnosed autistic and he was very severe at the age of three. We had no language, we had no comprehension of language, we had terrible behavior, the full uh, spectrum of symptoms of the autistic mm-hmm. disorder. Mm-hmm. And uh, that threw me into a very steep learning curve because very quickly I discovered that my own profession had absolutely nothing to offer my child. And the result of that study and the result of all the work uh, I've done with my own child is that now I have a healthy, um, thriving young man in Mm -hmm. in my family. And as I was uh, working with uh, my own son, uh, parents of autistic children all talk to each other. They all help each other, they all support each other. I started sharing this information with other parents and that's how my clinic came about and that's how it all evolved. And as I was working with autistic children, I discovered that the siblings of these children have ADHD, have dyslexia, have dyspraxia, have digestive disorders, have allergies, have eczema, have migraines, are fussy eaters, clingy children. Then I discovered that the parents have chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, irritable bowel syndrome, skin problems, chronic cystitis, migraines, and other problems as well. So I realized that we have a family 
of GAPS people. The parents are GAPS people. They have passed uh, their gut flora to their children at the moment of birth. So the children are GAPS children as well. And so GAPS encompasses in itself a whole range of disorders, all of which originate in the gut of the child. When we talk child or adult, when we talk about the digestive system, we have to talk about what lives in there and what takes care of it, the most important part of our digestive system, and that is our gut flora. Majority of people now know that we have some microbes living inside our tummy. Recent research have discovered the fact that 90% of all cells in your body are in your gut flora. 90%. So our human bodies are only 10%. A shell, a habitat for this mass of microbes which live inside us, and we ignore them at our peril because they are the majority in our bodies. And we have the all sorts of um, different creatures. We have viruses, we have fungi, we have protozoa, we have bacteria, we have archaea, we have flukes, we have worms, we have two, two meter long things living in there. And all of them are important. It is a diverse community of life forms living together and they plant each other and they eat each other and they harvest each other and they cultivate each other and they control each other. So in a healthy person with a healthy gut flora, they have diversity of various microbes in their gut and all of them are important. Unfortunately, in the Western world, majority if not 100% of people have damaged gut flora due to regular consumption of antibiotics, due to the fact that uh, our food is laced with antibiotics, because commercially, industrially produced meat, milk, eggs, and um, vegetables and grains and all plant matter are laced with chemicals. And most of these chemicals have antibiotic properties. So when we eat our food, when we take antibiotics from our doctor, uh, when we consume other chemicals, what happens? We kill off a part of that microbial diverse community. And once uh, this group of microbes have gone, the other microbes, which this group controlled, suddenly get out of control and overgrow and occupy new niches and suddenly become pathogenic because they should not be in the majority in your digestive system. And that is what is happening to a vast majority of the Western population, and this problem is spreading to the rest of the world. So this is called gut dysbiosis, abnormal gut flora. Children acquire their gut flora from the parents at the moment of birth, from the mother and the father. So if the mother and the father have abnormal gut flora, that's what they pass to their child at birth. So the child begins his or her life already with a compromised constitution. Establishment of normal gut flora in the first few days of life is such a crucial, such an important step in the baby's life, a step in the development of the baby, that if it goes wrong, that human being may never be healthy for the rest of his or her life. Children are born with an immature immune system. It's an immune system which needs education. Establishment of normal gut flora is a major, major education a major lesson for our immune system to mature it appropriately. Children which acquired abnormal gut flora finish up being immune compromised. They cannot respond appropriately to the infections in the environment and to the vaccinations. Vaccinations damage these children. Children with damaged gut flora must not be vaccinated with the standard vaccination protocol until they're at least five years old. They're walking, they're talking, they're healthy, they're doing well. Only then we can raise that question. Of vaccination. Before then, they must not be vaccinated. 
Another factor that is happening, um, talking about children in our modern world, is the toxic load children are born with. It sounds cruel and unfair, but the way Mother Nature designed a woman's body is that it uses pregnancy as a chance to clean up by dumping toxins into the fetus. Our ladies in the modern world accumulate large amounts of toxicity before their first pregnancy. And with every generation, every year, that level of toxicity is getting larger and larger. All personal care products, makeup, hair dyes, other things we put on our hair, things we put on our, on our skin, food, drugs that we take, the environment altogether, toxic metals in the environment, uh, other chemicals in the environment, the, the electromagnetic pollution, all of these things accumulate in the woman's body. Dr. Natasha, I'm going to stop you. Yeah. I'm going to stop you right there so that we can take a break. And we are going to come right back to um, what you were talking about that um, regarding the toxic load for our children. And I just want to share on our way out, just share a, an amazing quote from the GAPS book. And you say, a human body is like a planet inhabited by huge numbers of various micro creatures. The diversity and richness of this life on every one of us is probably an amazing, as amazing as the life on Earth itself. Our digestive system, skin, eyes, respiratory and excretory organs are happily coexisting with trillions of invisible lodgers, making one ecosystem of macro and micro life, living together in harmony. It is a symbiotic relationship where neither party can live without the other. Let me repeat this. We humans cannot live without these tiny microorganisms, which we carry on and in our bodies everywhere. This is from Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride's book, The Gut and Psychology Syndrome. You are listening to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio, and my guest is Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride. You can connect Connect with Dr. Natasha's amazing work at www.gaps.me. That's G-A-P-S dot M-E. And we will be right back with Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride. that you were born to experience revolutionary wellness? Have you wondered why extraordinary physical, mental, and emotional health has eluded you? Do you know that your infinite personal power resides right here in the present moment? People all over the world are awakening to their birthright, revolutionary wellness. Introducing the Experience Revolutionary Wellness Coaching Program. Log on today to begin your journey into the mystery and join our virtual village. The world, now more than ever, needs you to feel revolutionarily well. Explore and integrate new ways of being. Learn to access your own unique treasure, the wisdom that is right there inside you, waiting to be revealed. Experience a renewed, vivid, and nourishing relationship with yourself and the world around you. When you experience revolutionary wellness, you will be the change you wish to see in the world. Log on to experiencerevolutionarywellness.com today and join Rochelle on an adventure into your own unique journey toward revolutionary wellness. You're listening to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Rochelle is an internationally known meditation teacher, clinician of mind and body medicine, lifestyle change, and self-healing. She's an author, speaker, and creator of Experience Revolutionary Wellness Virtual Village. 
If you would like to reach Rochelle, send an email to Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Again, that's Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Now back to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. A well-functioning gut with healthy gut flora holds the roots of our health. And just as a tree with sick roots is not going to thrive, the rest of the body cannot thrive without a well-functioning digestive system. As we know, the roots of a tree, invisible, hidden, deep under the ground, play a crucial role in the well-being of every branch, every twig, every little leaf of that tree, no matter how proudly high and far they may be from those roots. In the same way, the diverse and multiple functions of the gut flora reach in the body far beyond the gut itself. This is from Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride's The Gut and Psychology Syndrome. And Dr. Natasha is my guest today on Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Dr. Natasha, you, before the break, you were talking about toxicity and exposure to our children and the effect on their gut. Can you continue where where you left off? Okay. What I'm saying is that our young ladies are accumulating uh, increasing amounts of chemicals in their bodies. Mm -hmm. Uh, When this lady gets pregnant for the first time, her body removes all those chemicals into the fetus. If the woman has enough toxicity accumulated in her body to kill the fetus, she will have a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. So her following children, her following pregnancies will be cleaner and she will be able to produce a viable baby. If a woman uh, doesn't have enough toxicity to kill the baby, the, her first child uh, will may, may be damaged by that toxicity. That is why when we look at statistics, vast majority of children with autism, ADHD, dyslexia, dyspraxia, diabetes type 1, allergies, and other physical and mental problems are usually first born in the family. Mm-hmm. For the following pregnancies, the woman's body is cleaner unless she has exposed herself to high level of toxicity again between pregnancies. Then her following children will be damaged as well. So that is the toxic load that our children are exposed to. The gut flora abnormalities, it's an epidemic which is getting deeper and deeper with every generation. This process started after the Second World War in the 1950s and 60s when antibiotics came out on the market in large amounts. And doctors started prescribing them for every cough and sneeze to the families. So what I see in families with an autistic child, for example, I see that the grandmother had slightly damaged gut flora Mm -hmm. due to a couple of courses of antibiotics. Then she passed that slightly damaged gut flora to her daughter at birth. So her daughter started her life with already damaged gut flora. Then the daughter goes through her life using many courses of antibiotics throughout her childhood. And junk food came in at the same time. And many of these young ladies were not breastfed because formula feed uh, came on the market as well at the same time, which can never be compared to the breast milk. Mm-hmm. By the age of 15, 16, this lady was put on contraceptive pills. Contraceptive pill has a devastating effect on the gut flora. So by the time this lady is ready to have her first child, her gut flora is far more deeply and seriously compromised than was the gut flora of her mother who gave mm-hmm. birth to her. This is happening in every generation. And, and that's what we see in the severity of the health problems we see in children. The children that we deal with today are so much more difficult to help than children even five years ago because they had less toxicity in their bodies and the gut flora was a little bit less damaged in those children. Mm -hmm. And every year, this situation, the gaps is getting deeper and deeper. 
The young ladies who are going to have children this year or next year will produce a higher level, higher proportion of sick children than ladies last year and the year before. Mm -hmm. This is an epidemic of gaps, of abnormalities in the gut flora. And this epidemic produces epidemics of all other degenerative diseases, the epidemic of autism. You know that when I started working, we were diagnosing one child in 10,000. By 2020s, we're going to diagnose one child in two in English-speaking countries. Half, half of all children will be autistic. And that statistic is not going to stop. The graph is projected further. It it will continue increasing. So majority of children, maybe in the 30s, will be autistic in the uh, English-speaking world. And this is just autism. If we talk about ADHD, if we talk about dyslexia, allergies, asthma, eczema, diabetes type 1, all of these disorders are growing in children. All of them have gained epidemic proportion. These epidemics, the real epidemic underneath them that is pushing all these epidemics is the gaps, is the abnormalities in the gut flora of the children. They acquire very damaged gut flora from the mother. They always are full of chemicals, full of toxins. So this child has a very poor constitution, very weak constitution. And then, of course, we finish these children off with uh, multiple vaccinations, uh, which are a big industry, multi-billion industry. These children mm-hmm. should not be vaccinated. And the number of these children, from my perspective, is coming to 100%. It's, coming, it's certainly more than half of babies born today that are not fit to be vaccinated. The mainstream medicine has to develop a panel of testing that should be applied to every baby to make a decision whether this baby is safe to be vaccinated. And they will find that it is uh, indeed not vaccinated with the standard vaccination protocol. So uh, the good news is that we can fix our gut flora. The good news is that we can heal our the roots of your health are healed, which are in your digestive system. All sorts of disorders in the body disappear, no matter how far away from the digestive system they might be. Mm-hmm. Multiple sclerosis disappears, rheumatoid arthritis disappears. Chronic cystitis disappears, psoriasis, chronic psoriasis disappears, arthritis disappears, migraines disappears, schizophrenia disappears, autism disappears, and so on. Mm-hmm. Because when you have abnormal gut flora, pathogenic microbes in there, they're good in their own way, converting it into thousands of very poisonous chemicals. At the same time, they damage the integrity of your gut wall. So your gut wall becomes porous and leaky, and these toxins absorb into the bloodstream. Your gut, instead of being a source of nourishment for you, becomes a major source of toxicity in the body. A river of toxins flows from the gut into the bloodstream, and wherever these toxins get into um, in the body, they will, if they get into your joints, they will cause arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, osteoarthritis, or other problems. If they get in the brain, they will cause vast majority, 100%. Today, almost 100% of children, autistic children, are born with a perfectly normal brain. These were perfectly normal babies. But these babies acquired abnormal gut from mother at the moment of birth. So their gut became a major source of toxicity in the body. This toxicity got into the brain of the child and clogged it with toxicity, stopped the child, child's brain from proper development. How do babies learn? If you observe little babies, they're like little sponges. They listen to everything. They stare at everybody. 
They touch everything, they take everything in their mouth. What are they doing? They're using their sensory organs, their hearing, their vision, their tactile sensitivity, their taste buds to collect information from the environment. And then that information is passed to the brain to be processed. And from this information, the child learns that this is mommy, this is daddy, I can trust them. This is a toy, I play with it like that. This is a food, I eat it. These are other children, I copy them. But if that information comes into the brain, which is clogged with toxicity, this brain is unable to process the sensory information. All the sensory information turns into a noise, into the mush in a baby's brain. And from that mush, uh, the brain cannot decipher any, anything useful. That is why autistic children don't recognize their parents very often. Any human being will do around. They don't know what to do with toys. They don't know what to do with food. They don't know how to copy other children. They become autistic. They develop autistic um, disorder. If the mixture of toxicity from the, coming from the gut is different, the level of it is different, the child may not become autistic but will become hyperactive or dyslexic, or dyspraxic, or aphasic, or something else, or obsessive-compulsive, or oppositional-defiant. But majority of these children uh, cannot be diagnosed because our diagnostic labels are only a label. Mm -hmm. They don't encompass in themselves what causes the disorder and what do we need to do about it. The child has gaps. The child may have a few symptoms of autism, a few symptoms of ADHD, a few symptoms of something else and something else unique to this child, and none of it fits into any diagnostic label. And with these children, pediatricians procrastinate. They don't give a diagnosis to the child for six months, then six months again, then six months again, uh, observing the child. And precious time is wasted uh -huh. when the child could have been helped. Because the younger the baby is, the child is, when we put them on the GAPS nutritional protocol, the quicker they recover and the more fully they recover. Because, first of all, bombardment of this toxicity coming from the gut to the brain, no matter how strong and how healthy the brain might be, constant bombardment starts causing physical damage to the brain. And the longer this bombardment goes on, the deeper that physical damage uh, will be in the brain. Secondly, the older the child is, the more they missed out on their development. Children learn certain skills at certain uh, windows of opportunity at certain mm -hmm. age. For example, we must learn to walk at the age of one. We need to learn to speak at the age of two and so on. And once the child has missed that uh, milestone, that age, that window of opportunity, because the child's brain was stuck in, toxi in a toxic fog, it could yeah. not learn at that point. It's very difficult for the child to catch up afterwards. And uh, if it is a three-year-old child, he missed out only three years of development. So with intensive teaching, we can catch up. But if it is uh, an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old, they've missed eight, nine years of development. So it is far more difficult for this child to catch up. So these children may not fully recover from autism. Children up to the age of four, four and a half, five maybe, I have a large percent of these children who recovered fully from autism. All yes, Dr. Children Dr. Natasha. Yes, I'm so grateful to have caught this uh, and been introduced to your work when when my older daughter was four and uh, just seen incredible recovery. And it's just about time to take a break. And I'd love to just share an excerpt from your book before we go. And you say, people with GAP syndrome have a compromised immune system. It appears that the whole of the immune system in GAPS children and adults is out of balance. But the most scary thing that happens is that their immune system 
system starts to produce antibodies attacking the body's own tissues, including the brain and the rest of the nervous system. It is an immune system deeply upset and out of control, scavenging on its own body. And it's time to take a break. This is from Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride's book, The Gut and Psychology Syndrome. And you can connect with her profoundly healing work at www.gaps.me. That's G-A-P-S dot M-E. We will be right back with Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride. that you were born to experience revolutionary wellness? Have you wondered why extraordinary physical, mental, and emotional health has eluded you? Do you know that your infinite personal power resides right here in the present moment? People all over the world are awakening to their birthright, revolutionary wellness. Introducing the Experience Revolutionary Wellness Coaching Program. Log on today to begin your journey into the mystery and join our virtual village. The world, now more than ever, needs you to feel revolutionarily well. Explore and integrate new ways of being. Learn to access your own unique treasure, the wisdom that is right there inside you, waiting to be revealed. Experience a renewed, vivid, and nourishing relationship with yourself and the world around you. When you experience revolutionary wellness, you will be the change you wish to see in the world. Log on to experiencerevolutionarywellness.com today and join Rochelle on an adventure into your own unique journey toward revolutionary wellness. You're listening to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Rochelle is an internationally known meditation teacher, clinician of mind and body medicine, lifestyle change, and self-healing. She's an author, speaker, and creator of Experience Revolutionary Wellness Virtual Village. If you would like to reach Rochelle, send an email to Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Again, that's Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Now back to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. On the whole, it is hard to overestimate how important the state of our gut flora is in the appropriate functioning of our immune system. It has been estimated that around 80 to 85% of our immunity is located in the gut wall. The gut wall with its bacterial bacterial layer can be described as the right hand of the immune system. If the bacterial layer is damaged or worse than that, abnormal, then the person's immune system is trying to function with its right hand tied behind its back. This is from Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride's book, The Gut and Psychology Syndrome. You can connect with Dr. Natasha's work at gaps.me. That's www.gaps.me. Dr. Natasha will be speaking at the upcoming Wise Traditions Conference in Montgomery, Alabama, November 11th through 14th. This conference will inspire you as it has done for me, and it will help you feel supported on this incredible healing journey. 
Dr. Inspired by the teachings of Dr. Weston A. Price, this event explores the core principles of how traditional diets can contribute to health, wellness, and longevity. It was at a Weston A. Price conference in Silicon Valley that I met Dr. Natasha and listened to a several-hour workshop on the gaps in the company of several hundred other people in, that were in the audience. It was quite an, an inspiring experience, and I hope that many of you will consider going to this event in Montgomery, Montgomery, Alabama. And you can find out more about this conference at www.westonaprice.org. Dr. Natasha, before the break, if you wouldn't mind just diving right back into um, what you were talking about, it's just so fascinating and so important for us all to, to hear about. So we were talking about the GAPS nutritional protocol um, healing uh, children. As I say, the younger the child is, the better the results. The older the child is, um, you will get results at any age. But full recovery from autism, for example, is not possible um, at, at the older age. There will be still symptoms left and there will be still mannerisms left. But it is still worth doing the GAPS nutritional protocol at any age with mm-hmm. any individual, whether it is autism or schizophrenia or dys- dyslexia, dyspraxia or hyperactivity or any other mental illness. I have 45-year-old uh, with severe autism in my clinic in a wheelchair. And these people were forced brought, brought to me. They were not totally trained. They had to be looked after all the time. They, were, they had terrible behaviors, these people. They were aggressive. It was really difficult to look after them. What we do with the GAPS nutritional protocol for these people we make them comfortable and physically well. These people behave this way because they're in pain. Autistic individuals and other people with mental illness, they are in constant pain. Their mm-hmm. tummy hurts, their joints are hurting, their head hurts, they feel nauseous, they feel awful, these people. They're in absolute agony all the time. That is why they're lashing out, that is why they're aggressive, that mm-hmm. is why they're misbehaving. When we feed them GAPS uh, diet, the pain goes away. They feel mm-hmm. comfortable. They feel well. They feel happy. They become happy, these people within themselves. They smile. They're relaxed. They sleep much better. And I had a number of these uh, severe adults with autism who got toilet trained, which is a mm-hmm. huge thing for carers. Mm-hmm. It's much, much easier to look after these people as a result. And if we have children, I had eight, nine-year-olds who recovered almost fully. So it depends on the child, it depends on the individual situation, and it depends on uh, how committed the parents are to mm-hmm. the whole thing. We'd, we've been talking about autism, but there are many, many other conditions uh, which can be treated with GAPS mm-hmm. nutritional protocol. I've been receiving letters from people from all over the world for years, people who were not my patients, they had no consultations, they just bought the book, they followed the program, and they got the results. And uh, I have ask these people to um, give me permission to publish their letters. We publish them as a book called GAPS Stories, which you can get online. Mm-hmm. And it has 52 um, stories there of adults and children recovering from all sorts of disorders. Chronic fatigue is there, fibromyalgia is there, multiple sclerosis, narcolepsy, alcoholism, psoriasis, chronic cystitis, allergies, all sorts of allergies, all sorts of disorders schizophrenia, and the full um, spectrum of mental disorders, as well, mm-hmm. as well as physical disorders. Once you put your digestive system right, what we do with the GAPS nutritional protocol, we drive out pathogens, we replace them with the beneficial flora, we improve the diversity 
of the gut flora in the person. We normalize the gut flora. Mm-hmm. We heal and seal the gut wall. We close up all those holes in the gut wall so toxins stop leaching through and undigested food stops absorbing undigested. Mm-hmm. So food gets the chance to be digested properly before it absorbs into the bloodstream. So the roots of your health get fixed as a result. And as a result, all sorts of symptoms start disappearing in the body. Symptoms that people would have never, ever connected with the state of their digestive system. Because the roots of your, of your health are sitting in the gut, without doubt. So it is worth, uh, I have people emailing me and contacted me with questions about all sorts of conditions, um, including genetic conditions, asking me, is it worth trying the GAPS nutritional protocol? I usually mm-hmm. tell people, try, try, because... Mm-hmm have no experience in trying it but you never know because if you put your roots right in the body all sorts of things miraculous things can happen mm-hmm. yes dr natasha that has certainly been my experience where uh the gaps even though i was implementing it for my daughter it certainly changed my life and uh healed many like all those um, different ailments you mentioned healed many for myself and also extended family that um, has worked with the GAPS nutritional protocol, protocol. They all, it's just been astonishing to me. And so that's one of the, really the impetus for me to get my certification in the GAPS from you. And it was, it's been an inspiring journey and I just feel so grateful to have this that's knowledge. Wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. I have been training uh, health practitioners for the last few years. Mm-hmm. We have more than a thousand of certified GAPS practitioners around mm-hmm. the world now. Mm-hmm. Um, many of them are in the United States of America. And uh, um, the full list of those who are practicing in the active practice are on my website, gaps.me. So for any person who needs supervision, because mm-hmm. there may be many nuances to your particular healing journey, mm-hmm. because every human being is unique. Mm-hmm. Um, it might make sense to work with a qualified practitioner who will guide you throughout the whole program and help you to deal with any kind of symptoms and stumbling blocks that might come along for it's your wonderful. particular healing. That's wonderful. And any other support that you would recommend if, for someone considering GAPS practitioners, I ask them to do two things, mm-hmm. run their private practice and to run a local GAPS group. And many practitioners do run GAPS groups mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where they uh, rent a local facility and they invite all their clients, members of their family, friends, and anybody else who's interested who could come along and uh, meet together, meet other people in the same boat who are trying to recover from the same conditions. They will get a lecture there, a presentation. Uh, for about 30 minutes about gaps or about a certain aspect of it. Uh, there will be a recipe there shared with everybody. There will be um, questions all the questions answered. Um, patients can get a follow-up with their practitioner at this meeting. So they're just very worthwhile, these kind of groups and these meetings. Uh, they make it uh, much easier for, for clients to recover because there are situations when your um, practitioner cannot answer your question, but there will be a mother in that group who went Mm -hmm. through that, and she has the answer. Mm -hmm. And all these moms usually get together in these groups, and they do cooking together, and they pickle their vegetables together, and they do shopping together, and they help each other in uh, working out various problems with their Mm -hmm. children, and adults Mm -hmm. as well. Adults as well. Yes. So we have a couple minutes before our next break. Would you be up for describing the GAPS diet and beginning that dialogue? GAPS diet is focused uh, not so much on what we're not eating, but on what we're actually eating. Mm -hmm. 
what we do with the GAPS diet, we need to heal and seal the gut lining. Mm-hmm. Our gut lining is made out of very specialized cells called enterocytes, which only live a few days. They work very hard in digesting, absorbing food, and they get they die and they get shed off, and they get replaced by newly born new baby enterocytes. These baby enterocytes have to be made from something. Building materials are required to make them, to give birth to them for the gut lining. Mm-hmm. And that's what GAPS diet provides, large amounts of building materials for the gut lining to be able to give birth to healthy, vibrant enterocytes, to replace the, the, the sick ones, the damaged ones. And that's how we seal and heal the gut lining. We don't try to heal the sick cells. They just die and they get shed off. We, we, we give the full spectrum of nutrients to give birth to trillions of healthy new uh, baby enterocytes mm-hmm. to replace the sequence. And that's how we heal and seal um, the lining. Uh, the diet is divided into three stages. We have the introduction, GAPS introduction diet. We have the full GAPS diet. And we have a happy stage of coming off the GAPS diet. Because the GAPS diet is not for life, necessarily not for everybody. For many people, yes, but not for everybody. Mm-hmm. You can you can invest um, two years into it, minimum, two years for majority of people. And then you, once your digestive system has healed, you can slowly reintroduce foods which were not allowed on the diet. Mm-hmm. And you can eat a very varied diet as a result. So you've healed your digestive system and you can uh, live on your life after that. Mm-hmm. But people with uh, very severe disorders who recovered from, let's say, from multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, schizophrenia, severe other mental illness or some other problems, um, they generally have to adhere to the full GAPS diet for the rest of their lives, mm-hmm. more or less. Occasionally, once they recover, occasionally they can break the diet if they're on holiday somewhere, but um, back, once they're back home, it's back to, to the diet. Mm-hmm. The introduction diet is, not, is something that not everybody has to follow, and you don't have to start from it. Okay. You don't, because it is um, difficult to follow, takes a huge commitment, it takes a full commitment um, to follow the introduction diet, but the introduction diet will achieve a really deep healing for the digestive yes. system and for everything else. So it is worthwhile following the introduction diet, but you don't have to start from it. Depending on how your life is organized, depending how ready you are, you can start from the full GAPS diet, which is easier to introduce, easier to follow, and then later on, maybe six months later, when you are set up and you're ready and you feel you've got all your food, all your supplies, your kitchen is set up, you've learned to cook and everything else, then you can do the introduction diet and achieve deeper healing. Dr. Natasha, I'm going to stop you right there so we can move towards our break. What we eat has a direct effect on the composition of the gut flora. A modern diet of convenience rather than nutrition full of processed foods has a serious detrimental effect on the gut flora. Too many sugary foods and processed carbohydrates increase the number of different fungi, candida species, and some aerobic opportunistic bacteria. Processed and sugary carbohydrates, white bread, cakes, biscuits, pastries, and pasta also promote population of the gut within with worms and other parasites. A diet high in fiber from grains, bran, and breakfast cereals in particular has a profound negative effect on the gut flora, gut health, and general body metabolism, predisposing the person to IBS, bowel cancer, nutritional deficiencies, and many other problems. Fruit and vegetables provide a better quality fiber that is not as harsh for the digestive system. Bottle-fed babies develop completely different gut flora to 
to breastfed babies. This is from, this is an excerpt from Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride's book, The Gut and Psychology Syndrome. You can connect with Dr. Natasha's work at gaps.me. That's www.gaps.me. We will be right back with Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride. that you were born to experience revolutionary wellness? Have you wondered why extraordinary physical, mental, and emotional health has eluded you? Do you know that your infinite personal power resides right here in the present moment? People all over the world are awakening to their birthright, revolutionary wellness. Introducing the Experience Revolutionary Wellness Coaching Program. Log on today to begin your journey into the mystery and join our virtual village. The world, now more than ever, needs you to feel revolutionarily well. Explore and integrate new ways of being. Learn to access your own unique treasure, the wisdom that is right there inside you, waiting to be revealed. Experience a renewed, vivid, and nourishing relationship with yourself and the world around you. When you experience revolutionary wellness, you will be the change you wish to see in the world. Log on to experiencerevolutionarywellness.com today and join Rochelle on an adventure into your own unique journey toward revolutionary wellness. You're listening to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Rochelle is an internationally known meditation teacher, clinician of mind and body medicine, lifestyle change, and self-healing. She's an author, speaker, and creator of Experience Revolutionary Wellness Virtual Village. If you would like to reach Rochelle, send an email to Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Again, that's Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Now back to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Be sure to check out information on my website, experiencerevolutionarywellness.com, about the proposed mindfulness-based healthcare practice advanced certificate program that will be held through San Jose State University that is slated to launch the summer of 2017. It will be open to all post-baccalaureate healthcare practitioners around the globe. I am the director and lead instructor for the proposed program, and you can sign up for email updates and upcoming enrollment information on my website, experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. So definitely check that out. You can also learn about my one-on-one coaching programs and online courses that integrate all three essential aspects of nourishment, wisdom, and empowerment to help you manifest your most meaningful and purposeful life as well as your healthiest and most empowered self you can. It is my joy and passion to guide you on your own unique journey toward revolutionary wellness. So log on to experiencerevolutionarywellness.com today and begin the journey with me. My guest today is Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride. Dr. Natasha is recognized as one of the world's leading experts in treating children and adults with learning disabilities and other mental disorders, as well as children and adults with digestive and immune disorders. She is the author of the book Gut and Psychology Syndrome, as well as the book Put Your Heart in Your Mouth. Her books have been translated into 14 languages, and she is an international 
international lecturer and trainer. You can connect with Dr. Natasha's work at www.gaps.me and attend her the upcoming Weston A. Price Conference in Montgomery, Alabama, November 11th to the 14th of 2016. There is so much in this book, Dr. Natasha, and I urge everyone to go out and get the book and to begin to integrate the protocol and to help yourself and your family heal from so many different kinds of illnesses and ailments. It really is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself, the gift of health as you integrate Dr. Natasha's wisdom into your life. So Dr. Natasha, would you describe or talk a bit about stress and maybe even emotional um, toxicity and the effect of that on the person's gut and and um, integrating and detoxifying actually on all levels to increase health and wellness and well-being well a major stress for people uh, with any illness is lack of power mm. every time you go to a doctor you are giving your power away to that doctor to heal you but what people need to understand that it's your own body that heals you not the doctor doctors don't heal anybody your own body heals you so when people try to use the diet or other natural means which are within their own power they, they can do it themselves in their own kitchen they're taking their power back they're getting it back to themselves. They're taking it away from the doctor. They're taking it away from the government, from the medical industry, from, from anybody. They're mm-hmm. taking it into their own uh, hands. And that is a major release of any stress. Because giving your power away is very, very stressful. Mm-hmm. Extremely stressful. And it is scary. It just puts mm-hmm. you in a fear place. Um, mm-hmm. Because you, you, you've, you, you're not in control of your own situation. When a person starts cooking... And you're in charge of uh, your own health. You start to heal with food that you've cooked yourself and you've sourced yourself. You've taken your power back into your own hands. And uh, a lot of stress goes away with that because the fear goes away. That is very important. I don't believe that um, there is any person in this world beyond help. Mm-hmm. Anybody can be helped. No matter what kind of disorder you have, no matter how scary your diagnostic label may be, no matter how genetic your disorder might be pronounced, keep in mind that um, most most genetic diagnostic labels are um, not based on uh, any, any, any real science. It is, mm-hmm. just, it is just an assumption because we, don't, we haven't found any other cause of the disorder. So the medical profession just pronounces it genetic. Mm-hmm. And even with genetics, even if they have found some genetic connection in there, you have to remember about epigenetics. You have to remember that recent research has discovered that our genes are not our destiny. They do not predetermine anything in our bodies. What mm-hmm. predetermines everything in our bodies are the environmental factors, environment. And your diet, what you eat on a daily basis, is a major part of that environmental conditioning of your genetics. We're all born with a huge choice of genes enormous amount of uh, choice. All of us have a choice to develop cancer, to develop multiple sclerosis, to develop rheumatoid arthritis, to develop diabetes, obesity, heart disease, anything. Anything. We all have that choice. Mm -hmm. But it's the environment that you create for yourself that you live in, outside and inside your body, that chooses which genes are going to be expressed and which genes will stay dormant, will never wake up and will never uh, cause that malady for you. Mm -hmm. So by changing your diet, by changing 
your environment by changing the chemical uh, load in your body, by reducing the personal care products, for example, in your life. You are changing your genetics. You are choosing the genes uh, for yourself, which you want to express in your mm-hmm. body. So that, that is very, very important. That's what I explain to all people who have been uh, diagnosed with some genetic condition. And uh, that gives people hope. Once a person has hope, and once they start taking the power back into their hands, mm-hmm. they start achieving things. There is a, an open door for healing. Because if you were told that something is genetic and there is nothing you can do, just take this pill for the rest of your life, you've given your power away. You put yourself in a, in a place of fear, you become a little animal which is shaking there in the corner and you yes. don't know what, what's the next thing that's coming uh, towards you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is no way to live your life. The only way to live your life which is worthwhile is to be in charge of yourself, of your situation, of your life. So take your power back into your own hands. If your doctor doesn't have an answer for you, that answer exists somewhere else. Because yes. doctors, doctors have no monopoly on knowledge. They have been given that idea at the medical school. I'm a mainstream doctor myself. I know how it goes. We were told many times at the mainstream school that if you don't know something, that doesn't exist. <laughs> yes. But we know, we, have, we know everything. That is not true. If your yeah. medical doctor doesn't know something, that knowledge exists elsewhere. Keep searching. Keep looking. Yeah. We live in a wonderful world with uh, abundant information. We have internet. You can always find um, information. I want to thank Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride for being with us today on Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio and for sharing her paradigm shifting, extraordinarily healing work with the world. There is so much more to learn, so be sure to order her GAPS book on Amazon, attend her works at the up her workshops at the upcoming Weston A. Price Conference in Montgomery, Alabama, and connect with her on her website at www.gaps.me. It has been such an honor. Thank you so much, Dr. Natasha, for being here. That's a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. And to all of my listeners, I'd love for you to join me next week right here as I will continue to explore Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio's core message of nourishment as we will talk with Sally Fallon, the founder of the Weston A. Price Foundation, about healing ourselves with nourishing wise traditions. In the meantime, you can join me on the Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio Facebook page. You can follow me on my Twitter feed at Revolution Well and connect with me on my website at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Thank you for joining me on this journey toward revolutionary wellness. Until next time, I'm Rochelle McLaughlin. May you be well. Thank you for opening your heart and mind to a new way of being, to greater degrees of self-compassion and wellness, and your experience of your own infinite potential with Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Join host Rochelle next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time to turn courageously toward your own unique experience of health and wellness here on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember, you too can experience revolutionary wellness.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.